0: Hello, H.E.R.D., and welcome to another episode of the H.E.R.D. Main Show. I'm your H.E.R.D. leader, John Wayne. I'm
1: just here, man. I don't know.
0: <laughs> and we are back uh, talking Star Wars. We took a little bit of a break. It feels like a good bit of a break. Yeah. Do, don't ask me what we talked about instead, because I also don't remember that. We talked but about
1: Saw. I know
0: that, because that was like last week. But
1: We talked about Bird and Bucky. I'm sorry. I, I think that
0: might have been the Captain other thing. American
1: Bucky. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, I mean, I realize Bird and Bucky d- sounds disrespectful with that, uh, you know, in in realization of that final uh, title screen, but uh,
1: we've been calling them Bird and Bucky since like. I mean,
0: Captain the America's 2000s. a bird too, you yeah. know, bald eagle, you know, <laughs> so it is, still works. Patriotic and all Patriotism. that good stuff. Uh, but no, before we took a break and talked about other things we enjoy, when we were last talking Star Wars, we started a series that, in case you forgot about. Uh, we will uh, refresh you on and what we're continuing today. Yes, if any of that makes sense.
1: <laughs> what are we talking about, Gene?
0: So uh, we wanted to revisit uh, the films. We've been doing podcasting for a while, and um, almost three years. I, we don't really. I don't really feel like uh, opinions strongly have changed. I will say definitely uh, Attack of the Clones. Uh, I think we celebrate more now, mm-hmm. uh, but overall, I think we've always liked everything. Yeah. Um, and so I don't expect uh, this series of revisiting the Star Wars films and what we love about them to be drastically different, you know, tell the tell them the difference uh, years have made. Yeah, I, 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 it's more so just a, a refresher. Um, because, you know, uh, so many people do focus on things they don't like build brands and Uh, podcasts and channels on what they don't like Mm -hmm. Um, and you know in 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 today's day and age I think more people are known for what they don't like than what they do like and so uh, we've always strived for that but to to, uh, reinvigor that opinion about ourselves that's what the series uh, is about and what we'll be doing with each of the Star Wars films Uh, The nine saga films, including uh, the spinoffs as well, yes, um, peppered in between with um, what ifs. So every new trilogy we go to. So after this one, before we talk about what we love about the original trilogy, we'll do some theorizing and what ifs and and think about, you know, uh, 40 plus years later, um, what could have been different Mm -hmm. um, in retrospect and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, let's do real quick wellness check. Um, how did you? How old did you feel on Attack of the Clones nineteenth birthday?
0: How old did I feel? Uh, pretty. <laughs> yeah, pretty old. old. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. We don't talk about our ages very much on the podcast, if at all.
0: Right. Um, but like,
1: I think we've aged ourselves pretty significantly sometimes.
0: Yeah, there, there. I, I will say, with media, we like. Um, we, I think feel more our age, if that makes sense. In a lot of ways, in a lot of things we do in life, I feel like we're older than we seem. But I think with the things we enjoy and with nostalgic things, obviously, it's nostalgic. So it, it kind of dates. Yeah. You know, when when I talk about anime, you know, when people think about or when people talk to me about like first experiences or nostalgic experiences, a lot of it's Dragon Ball. So, that puts yeah. it right, right around the 90s and everything when that was coming yeah. to America. So, it's like...
1: Especially watching it on Tsunami and stuff right. like that. So,
0: things... And even mentioning Toonami. Like, that's a dated thing Tsunami. now. So, it's like a lot of that. So, uh, yeah. That good call out. That celebrated uh, 19 years. Yeah. That means at Star Wars Celebration next year, it will be celebrating its 20th year, which would be amazing. Um,
1: Shrek is 20 years old.
0: That is true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so uh, these movies are getting older. We're, we're right around the corner from, um, you know, we're four years away from this being 20. We're Revenge of the Sith. So it's really hard to think about how much time we've had them because it doesn't yeah. feel like that, um, if Star that makes Wars. sense.
1: The first Star Wars I ever saw in a theater was Revenge um, of the
0: Sith. So it was the only, the only one I missed at the prequels was actually episode two. So this was the only other one I have seen. So mm-hmm. And I think on the Phantom Menace one I mentioned... My, I've mentioned before, um, yeah. my theater experiences with the Phantom Menace. You make me cry every time. So, um, yeah. So it's a lot of that. It's just a lot of talking about something we enjoy. I know I yeah. said a lot of words, and it probably didn't matter. But like that, that's essentially what we're doing. And. Um, it's, it's a lot to do with kind of like a timeline cleanse of your, your podcast ears. Hopefully you're not listening to hateful podcasts. Please don't. But just in case. Um, why would you do that to yourself? Or or even if you're listening to good podcasts, if we can be a voice of, of goodness and, and positivity and love in, in your ears when yeah. it comes to things. Like, I think one of the things, too, and I even thought about it when we were planning for this, is that's stupid. Every, like, why would we talk about the movies? Everybody knows the movies. We've talked, like, you know, it's one of those things like w- talking about a almost 20 year old movie now it's Mm -hmm. just like everybody knows we like star wars everybody like knows how we feel about these movies it's stupid to talk about those even though we love them but it's i think that's what holds people back a lot of the times is it's just like nobody wants to hear me again say how much i love this movie no if you're talking about something you love people will listen listen Um, darling
1: if the bombad cast can make an entire brand (laughs) off of talking about rick mccallum
0: Right. For every single Which episode. Which is the hero of the prequel trilogy. Absolutely. He is he,
1: Daddy Rick.
0: You know, right. Daddy Rick is up there. Ewan McGregor, but, but, but Rick, Rick McCallum. McCallum. <laughs> right above that. Yes. <laughs> and then Steven Spielberg in that one behind the scenes where he went, wow, at the uh, the life-size battle droid. and just like, oh, this is going to be amazing. Dude. <laughs> and lo and behold, it was. I love those it boys. Was. I love those boys. Oh, they're good boys. Um, But no, yeah, it's just, like, I think we hold ourselves back from doing and talking about things we love because we're just like, well, the, people have heard that, people know, you know. I, I, I mean, I even catch myself in general when I, I'm gonna say like, oh, well, it's like Star Wars. And, Cause I'm like, people know I like Star Wars. I don't have to make the references, but it's just like, it's so in, inseparable from, from my identity. And I think though, and, and that's the thing, we're being true to ourselves when we're being true to how we love something I, I think we're being dishonest to ourselves when we hate things, because I don't think hate is a human nature. I well, biblically it is, but you know what I mean. Like I don't I think you. we're we're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to be hateful, angry internet trolls. Like you know, like so when we build our brands and, and ideas and and our patterns, you know, there's whole people that can't have a conversation about Star Wars without talking about without talking about how Ryan Johnson ruined it. Um, like it's just. It's so crazy, Shut and so up. talking about what we love. Hopefully, even though it's a familiar thing, um, hopefully it keeps our listeners, and and obviously it does for us. But like, hopefully yeah. it keeps us loving. Like that's the thing about love is is like continuing to live in a state of it continues to breed more of it
1: is star wars if not prequels Love. persevering no.
0: <laughs> exactly so it all circles back yeah. around and then everybody loves it and you know don't don't dare say anything bad about my my bing kenobi you know
1: <laughs> old ben i knew him well not as well as i thought but...
0: but i also made a controversial and i know we haven't talked about anything yet i'm sorry but this is what you get
1: we're talking about con it, this is hashtag controversy con
0: so this will be the last non directly revenge of the sith related thing i'll say but sure. like oh, as a jumping off point um i made a controversial tweet uh apparently to one person um about like if you don't love me at my live action clone trooper you don't you don't deserve me at my clone wars clone trooper my animated clone trooper mm-hmm. my meaning being like if you don't like the clones in attack of the clones like you recognize you wouldn't have the other without that mm-hmm. And, and similarly here, there's things that go on here where, like, if you don't see where the through threads of Star Wars animation and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. it had a lot to do with, like, how can you watch these things and not want more? Yeah. And how can you say that, like, you, you get offered Clone Wars, like, oh, I, I wish we had more Anakin stuff. Here's this wonderful thing. No, that's anime. Like, nah, 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 nah. like yeah. oh, it makes. And, and that's what's going to come up yeah. a lot is, like, so many things retroactively had made, have made, Revenge of the Sith is so much better, mm-hmm. like Clone Wars.
1: The mere mention of chlorians have, like, spiraled so hard into so many other things. Mm-hmm. Like, you cannot tell me that the prequels did not make a way for so many stories in Star Wars.
0: Right, and, and, and it's it it's a part of it. it yeah. It's it's the in the universe, you can't take that away. And so, um, yeah, and now with Clone Wars going directly up to... Um, Revenge of the Sith, the Mm -hmm. finale of Clone Wars is literally the beginnings and happenings of Revenge of the Sith. Bad Batch even kicks off in the moments of Revenge of the Sith. So it's like you it's it's so interconnected. It's so hard just Mm -hmm. to love one part of it. I'm not saying you have to love everything. It's just it. I find it so hard that like you can keep things in a box like that when it comes to Star Wars. Because all I know is when I experience Star Wars, um, obviously I love it and it makes me want more. Absolutely. And, and hence we get a saga of films and many a comic book and many a yeah. book and novella and all that stuff.
1: Listen, man, Order 66 will never not hit me square in the chest. Right. Because I have so many ideas of like how different clones would react just in my brain. Yep. Like I, I want to see Cody. I want to see him experience what he did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've like said post, this before. Post-Order 60, yeah. Exactly. Like, I want him dealing with the fact that he killed one of his best friends.
0: Right, supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, and that's what's interesting about Bad Batch dealing with it and everything. Yeah. So um, so to not jump ahead just to, straight to uh, the nitty-gritty, no. although that's one of the biggest moments of Revenge of the Sith, um, I, you know, I, I feel like it's not controversial. So in the last one we mentioned, like, most people's, uh, I guess, top nine lists I mean, if you're ranking the saga films, not to say the others don't count, but you know what I mean. Like most people, when they're thinking, rank the Star Wars films. Most people think of the nine films. Um, Yeah. And so most people put two probably at the bottom or lowest, Mm -hmm. um, you know, regardless of whether that means that they think it's the worst or they just don't like it as much. A lot of people put it lower. I feel like a lot of people on the flip side put Revenge of the Sith Higher, If mm-hmm. not, they're number one or number two. A lot of people, like, right next to either Return of the Jedi or Empire Strikes Back, which are yeah. kind of the two competing best original trilogy movies. Mm. And so it's interesting when dealing with this one um, as opposed to the other two prequels because I feel like there's not a lot you have to say to convince people that this is a good movie.
1: No. Like, I think, like you said, people grew up loving this movie because of its closeness to the original trilogy. I feel like it is very action heavy which isn't a bad thing it's Mm -hmm. very star wars Mm -hmm. i i think that it is beautifully written i think i can say that about every single prequel but i think Mm -hmm. this one in particular it's got one of the best novella adaptations yeah for pete's sake that that book is still
0: still one of the best Mm. novels um yeah i I think it's crazy to see how much they hit their stride like Mm -hmm. certain things that most people probably found awkward with hayden or with dialogue in uh, Attack of the Clones, I feel like there's none of that here. I feel like everything is at its peak. I feel like Obi-Wan and Anakin's relationship. I feel like um, Anakin's emotional struggle. um, I feel like the romance and moments between Mm -hmm. um, Anakin and Padme. uh, And then, like you said, the intermixing of this personal story with the action of war going on, um, like, I feel like it all works together so well, yeah. uh, which is surprising with how much they had to do. It's a very jam-packed movie, really. It's constantly moving Dude, from moment to moment.
1: It's like a Smucker's factory. It's and, so jam-packed.
0: Uh, Clone Wars fi- finale, the, the final season, proved, like, it happens over the course of a, a, a week, essentially. Yeah. Like, a little bit less, I think, if you're getting into the logistics of it, but, like, You know, it feels like a lot all at once because it literally is a lot all at once. It's like there's no room for for feeling anything. You're going from battle to battle to politics to Jedi to battle. Like, Mm
1: -hmm. it's crazy. And, you know, the acting is incredible, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Like, I love all of Natalie Portman's scenes. Mm -hmm. I I think she does such a great job of conveying, oh, crap, my husband just became (laughs) a genocidal maniac. For right. the second time, I've
0: known him. Yeah, she got she got a little bit more uh, yeah. forward with this one. I think I think the last one was hard because she was a senator, so a lot of it, and and they were on the run essentially. So I feel like a lot of it was she was the tag along, um, and I think we get a lot of great interactions between Anakin and Padme. But absolutely, the, she doesn't have a function essentially other than fall in love. So with this one, where she's actually a senator at play with. Um, starting to distrust the government she's given her life to well, and, and everything, here. starting to be concerned for, um, you know, the quality of life with her husband due to the war and all this other, like, yeah. you, you do, like you said, you see all of the things she's kind of going through, which is a big deal because as, as much as we make this about Anakin uh, and his fall to the dark side, uh, he is married. It, it's it's They're together in this. She doesn't just, I mean, she kind of, disappears after this because she loses the will to live but for, for all intents and purposes she just doesn't go away like yes. she she's a part of the struggle and everything which I, I mean, know. we've talked about like it's it's not as ridiculous
1: it's not as simple you have
0: you have a I, thing about that
1: I do have a thing about that but we'll get there
0: you can go ahead I oh, mean I, I don't ahead. know yeah sure we're, we're talking about linear? Padme so oh,
1: yeah uh so I I personally subscribe to the theory that she didn't lose the will to live. Mm-hmm. She didn't just uh, dead. I think that Palpatine was siphoning off her life force into Anakin at that moment because mm-hmm. the moment she takes her last breath, Darth Vader takes his first. Mm-hmm. I I call that poetic storytelling mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. I am also a subscriber to the fact that pa- uh, Palpatine created Anakin, mm-hmm. but that's just cuz I'm tin foil hat wearing. <laughs>
0: I mean, Star Wars has done weirder, I think. So, <laughs> right, like, well, cloning in general. I cloning mean, general. you know, like we, we bat Dude. our eyes, like that's just the thing. But they still haven't gotten the goat to come out right. So, <laughs> <laughs> we're like,
1: currently fawning. I'm I'm looking at a tiny clone of Yoda's species right maybe, now. Maybe,
0: maybe I don't know. Probably maybe. I don't know. I think we'll, he's a clone. I, we'll be. It, I'll be very interested to see where Mando season three takes that. So, um, no, I mean, I'm fine with the weird theories until it is disproven. I'm fine with it being something more than it is. I, I, at the end of the day though, you know, the details and semantics of it, uh, or, well, I will say I, I have experienced where people have lost the will to live. Like I've had, I've had experiences with people where they, uh, were sick, you know, and I know she wasn't sick, but they were sick and they decided like, they were just like, no, I'm good. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm done. And within a week now, you know, like that's a not a tit for tat experience, but I have seen where y- you have a, v- a, a bit of a vote in that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, so it's weird, but e- even without trying to make it make sense, um, like I, I love the poetry of the scene. Like you said, mm-hmm. like her last breath is his first, like seeing their surgeries intercut, like yeah. she's giving life, he's losing it essentially and everything. Um, it's become more
1: machine than man.
0: And, like mentioning so like um you know, we, we talk about like Clone Wars influencing uh this, which like you, as Order sixty six I think especially. Oh yeah. But um also the Vader comics, although it's it's not in the same manner because it comes after that, but uh in the Charles Soule series, or is it Karen Gillen? I think it's Karen Gillen actually. It is Karen Gillen. It is Karen Gillen. Um in, in the original twenty fifteen Darth Vader series, I know it when it came out. Um, it takes place post uh um, po- post uh, episode four, yeah, but he's dealing with uh, a lot of these things. You see him relive these moments of, of turning into Vader, of of facing his master, and all that. Like, like you see how, um, like you can almost think that a flip was a flip was switched, a switch was flipped. The table. I turned. guess it works. Um, and Anakin's Vader, mm-hmm. and he's not Anakin again until episode six. But you know, media has definitely. Played with that idea a lot in terms oh, yeah. of his internal struggle, and so um, I, yeah. I love, I love the inner workings of the fall of Anakin. Like I, am not so much um, big woohoo on like all the the stuff of it. Like oh, he did all these work. Like I'm more into the psychology. I'm more into yeah. the the inner details of it of, of a person um, you know who's uh, mentally unwell. Uh, who's being manipulated who dissociating um, probably you know does have relational trauma like all of these things like we you know we dissociate real life um therapy and 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 psychiatric uh care like we think like oh it's fictional it's fake it doesn't apply like but no when you start to look at like how people work yeah people pull an anakin all the time (laughs) like you know like in 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 a not funny way like people have breakdowns all the time Mm -hmm. and And I'll even say, like, good people even, like, as most would, 9 out of 10 would say, good man, have moments where they just snap and aren't who people think they are. And then afterwards, they just are like, whoops. Whoops. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's so so ridiculous to think of. But, you know, but that's also part of the fall. We talked a lot about um, Anakin's uh, angry moment in Attack of the Clones. So it's very much that where that's not an Anakin thing, that's an anger thing. Like that's a thing yeah. happening because something else isn't being being treated.
1: Not to be, you know, Clone Wars on main, <laughs> but I am. Um, I that's why I love so much every time that Anakin has a questionable moral moment. Mm-hmm. You get that little sting of oh, the yeah, Imperial thing. Yeah, it's um,
0: so great. Well, and that's the thing is it that like the that show like Darth Vader's character is just. When he's unchecked, when he mm-hmm. gives over to this persona of a monster that he thinks he is. It's the same thing with Kylo Ren. That's why he says he is a monster. He believes that, and so therefore he is.
1: That's why he needs the mask.
0: Right. And so it, with Anakin, you know, everything that's happening is is a, a reaction of trauma. It's like when a wound gets infected. Like It's just a, a, a side effect of a greater issue that's not getting dealt with. And that happens with people when you don't deal, you you eventually explode. Yep. Uh, you know, people explode in different ways. Uh, people explode in very private ways with alcohol. People, some people explode very public ways with mental breakdowns. Like, yeah. you, you don't know how it's going to happen because you're not really supposed to experience that. Like, that's not how you're supposed to work. Yeah, you're you know? supposed to
1: get it checked out, or else it's going to fester and you're going to lose a leg. You're
0: going to get it treated, but not, not by Obi One, who like just oh, dreams pass in time. You know, like yeah. goodness gracious
1: for pete's sake go to therapy he, for pete's, right like, like
0: just get professional help and you know we all want to talk to you and mcgregor but come on please you need it, a real guy
1: i want to talk to you and McGregor. i just want to talk
0: hannibal was in star wars for goodness gracious like they had a psychiatrist on board
1: yes but he was hungry at the time so um
0: farming really <laughs> um so it's a peaceful life um you want to kick us off with some obi Wan since we mentioned obi-wan a little Poor bit
1: boy would i we are peak mullet in this film, I don't think it's a mullet. I think it's getting close to mullet.
0: Uh, I mean, it's no episode two. No episode is two is
1: mullet. This is like conservative mullet. Like, I think he's going slightly back
0: mullet. to that in pictures we've seen of him recently with his filming, uh, with Kenobi and everything. He's got longer hair.
1: We have been fed so <laughs> right. well with pictures of Ewan McGregor lately. Mm-hmm. I'm just
0: I'm it's happy a it's about a look. It. They definitely tried to go pretty close to. uh Alec Guinness which I think they they talked yeah. about in like behind the scenes thing where like they, they had pictures of Alec Guinness and everything they were really trying to capture that where like no you have to line up now, now we're getting close so it has to yeah look like you are Alec Guinness and everything
1: which two sons which I think easy.
0: I think it's the most they've paid attention to that I think for the most part they've really gone for just letting you and be the character mm-hmm. um and I think this one is when they really push to like no we need you to be more Alec Guinness in this yeah. Like with, with the way he delivers lines. The, the way
1: he does his mustache.
0: Yeah, like little things where he's like thinking and when he's like, you know, mulling over and all this other stuff. Like there's moments where it's it's very similar. Yes. And if he's just doing that, it's funny how much that lines up. If But I, I think it's a choice. I think it's a, you know, put a little Alec in it. Mm-hmm.
1: Can we talk really quickly before we get back on Obi-Wan about the deleted scenes? Sure. Dude.
0: <laughs> Uh well I love I love all of them so Absolutely. I have a near and dear so do are, are you think of one in specifically
1: I was thinking about the mustache okay yes personally but also the fact that Anakin speaks binary right oh yeah which makes <laughs> sense
0: right He's, yeah I, I can't even mimic what he does but I I love he that moment I, right so I haven't I love that scene because I'm very nostalgic for uh, the second game. I bought when I bought my PS two. I bought two games specifically when I bought my PS two. It was Star Wars Episode three, the video game, and Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Z Budokai two. Both of which, because I played those games on friends' consoles, and I was like, "This is everything." Not realizing there were other games, but I was like, "No, I need exactly what I experienced then because that's the best." And blah blah blah. Yeah, so, it's like
1: how I played Light Cooper, but forgot completely what it was like. Right,
0: but it's just it, you enter into that space, so. Uh, but anyway, so uh, I love the um, episode three video game. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very good game. And it actually pick up a lot of cues of deleted moments. Mm-hmm. And and that is one of them. So like when they get cornered and he's doing the mustache thing, ba- like they're communicating, okay, like how do we do this? Like what, what do we, how do we want to get out of this?
1: Which makes so much sense. Which definitely
0: would have ended up in the Clone Wars. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> so... Uh, That happens. So what they decide to do basically is cut out the floor and go below and they end up in the fuel tanks and that you get to play that level in the video game. Mm -hmm. And I love that so much. Um, uh, I think the only other sort of, yeah, okay, so the other one isn't so much a deleted scene. But when uh, Obi-Wan's viewing the recording of Anakin in the temple attacking Jedi, you see him fighting Sinjarling, who is played by the stunt coordinator of the prequel films that was their sort of thing of being like hey you choreographed all this amazing stuff you get you should be a jedi and so um yeah you get to fight him in the game Me. so he's the boss level when you fight the jedi you go to the temple with the clones and you kill everybody it's, you
1: get to kill jet lucas
0: uh you get to kill everyone you encounter actually <laughs> so it's pretty crazy you also get to kill all of the um all of the separatist senators too, like that's a level too. So it's you get a lot of murder in this video game, and okay. it's epic.
1: So, dude, bros on Twitter, if you want that level of brutality, go play the video game. Right,
0: you can also, I believe, if I remember right, unless this is like accessing a part of my brain where I watched some stupid theory uh, or or faked thing well, back in the day. Um, you there is a what if ending where you can actually kill Palpatine, like you win against Obi Wan. And you you are Hayden Vader right? Hayden, and so yes. and then and, and um, of course being peak Anakin like when Palpatine shows up you just kill him. Heck yes. And You like rule and, like it's so crazy. I, that might not be true. That might might have been a fan made thing. I have not played this game. I don't own it anymore. Yeah. Uh, I I, have, I haven't PS2. resurrected my PS2 yet. Yeah. It it
1: needs a power cord. I and need a some new work done. I need to
0: replace it, but I'm trying to Frankenstein it. But anyway, I rambled a lot. So, but the other you're fine. The other deleted scene, yes, uh, with Padme stuff, is very interesting.
1: Yes, I don't remember that one. Refresh really? my memory. <laughs> no,
0: I'm gonna sip. So, Vam.
1: Okay, so what I love about the mustache thing is that.
0: Sorry, I stole your thunder. On it that. would
1: make sense that they would do an entire like hand signal language.
0: Yeah, well, that, and that's why I say it would totally end up in the Clone Wars because mm-hmm. they would do something Absolutely. that silly. Um, because they are brothers. Uh, of all of the deleted scenes of Star Wars, and there's not too many actually, um, there's a lot of cut content especially, but mm-hmm. like of a lot of the deleted content from, from Star Wars, this has the most that I treat as if it happened, it just it got cut because of time constraints. Like I'm not saying we need to Zack Snyder this thing, but literally the only way this movie could be better yeah. is with more runtime, with more of the scenes in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get to see him kill Shakti, which is confirmed to be the way she dies thanks to the Clone Wars. I
1: don't want to talk about Again,
0: that. we get the fuel, uh, like, you know, how they get around the droids thing. Uh, and then we get scenes with Padme and uh, Bale and other senators, mm-hmm. uh, one of which looks like Gandhi. And I feel like that was a choice because <laughs> they're basically, oh yeah, in Mon Mothma. Yes. Which comes back around because that actress <clears throat> played Mon Mothma in Rogue One. So yes, they basically did. are just like, no, that, like, that's so. Like I said, like the Revenge of the Sith deleted scenes happened, except the one where Grievous kills Shakti. That didn't happen because Clone Wars two thousand three and Clone Wars two thousand eight disagree with it.
1: Dude, it was so cool though.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it
1: was dope as heck.
0: So, um, uh, yeah. So she meet. It, it's just meetings, but it's it's talking about like like I said, it's taking moments that we see in little places elsewhere. And and it's 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 a choice to give Anakin more focus, obviously, mm-hmm. but it comes down to seeing like moments where it's just like, what if we're, you know, what if the Republic isn't what we think it is? What if what if this war isn't what we think it is? Yeah. Like it's it taking sowing that seeds of the rebellion, right? Exactly, it, it really is. So I mean, you've got Bail Organa, you've got Mon Mothma. The other people, I don't think, stick around. But, you know, you got them, and you, if you've got them, you've got a rebellion. One of them is know. one of the
1: senators that yells, what is she proposing? Right?
0: No. Yep. Uh, but that guy, oh, that my gosh. That guy sucks. Yeah, he can he can get borked. He can, he, <laughs> everybody left him on Yavin. So, um, but no, you get the meetings where they're just like, so the thing that Jedi are doing with the whole, I think there's a plot to take over. I think we have to take things in our own hands, which they weren't wrong. No. It's essentially what Padme and other senators were. They were like, "This is this is crazy. Our our galactic leader is clearly biased to things. Like things are not getting run in ways they should. Like it's things we see play out in. Uh, it's where we get the Lux Bonteri stuff in Clone Wars. It's where we get those payoffs later for sure. But to see that in there would have been." great it'd be another connecting thread of where this rebellion came from mm-hmm. and so um, other than the rise of skywalker i think this is the one where i want the deleted scene i i want the director's cut or whatever like i want the one with all the good stuff back in it
1: dude i just want to see a giant baby head
0: but not to fix the movie it's not a, it's not a no. justice league situation no like it's this, just to make it better
1: these are not movies that need to be
0: fixed right i am a no I'm it's just that. it's it's literally in and it's one of those things where it's like they live in my head they do rent free. They live in my head, but I'd like to see them. You know what I mean? You fill um, them in.
1: It's like watching the extended cut of Lord. There, the Rings.
0: There's one. There's one deleted scene they even show. So I think I don't know if it's that one. There's no. I know which one it is. Um, so it's the one where they're actually going up. Obi Wan and Yoda are going up to the temple, right? Yes. Uh, for first of all, timeout. This is very different than any other episode we've done talking about how much we love these movies, by the way.
1: Because we love this one
0: like, so much. We, we literally... Yeah, in the past, we go down a list and all this other stuff. Yeah. We've just been rambling, and, and I apologize. Don't get me
1: wrong. I have thoughts on Obi-Wan. We'll get back to that. It's
0: been 30 minutes of rambling, and hopefully you're still enjoying <laughs> this. But um, in the one where they're going up to the temple, so there's an alternate take. Technically, we still see it because they CGI over um, Tamara Morrison with CGI clones. So... You see the aftermath of the scene, but before the them killing clones like we see, there's supposed to be a bit where they walk up and they see Jedi, quote-unquote, you know, robes, and they're just like, hey, survivors, what what happened here? And they turn around, and it's clones in disguise, which you get to play in the Lego game, of course you by do. the way. Um, and so, uh, but there's moments in that where it's just like, it jumps from Tamara Morrison to like pre so it's like a drawing or like an, a, a very static animate and stuff like that. So it's like it, it, it's, it's there, but it's not finished. Mm-hmm. You know. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's special. But um, a lot of that, it exists. It could be finished. I'm just saying. Exactly. I'm not trying to get the internet started. Release yeah. the the the, S- the Sither cut. Revenge of the Sither.
1: Or. Fan edit.
0: No, I don't trust any fans to touch actual Star Wars. I agree. Star Wars um, theory proved that point for me.
1: Oh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about him. Um,
0: so, oh, so, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, my favorite thing about Obi-Wan in this movie is he is in denial. He is in, like, a state of... Anakin wouldn't do that. Like, th- th- that's not the Anakin that I know. That is not mm-hmm. the Anakin that we rescued on Tatooine all that time ago. I taught him better than that. Mm. And then that devolves into... What we see in, you know, the original trilogy, the Obi-Wan that was so disappointed and so heartbroken by that betrayal by his brother, that he is willing to teach his son for the express purpose of killing him. Right. I think that that is all that it is.
0: Well, it, it works together. So the same denial just gets applied a different way. It's, exactly. it's, it goes from that's not Anakin to... That's not Anakin. That's
1: not Anakin.
0: Technically, if you kill Darth Vader, Darth Vader killed Anakin mm-hmm. because that's not Anakin. You know, like, exactly. it's, we're not trying to make Obi-Wan out to be a bad guy. It's no. just, it's pointing out the flaws of the logic. And, and that's why Luke doesn't listen. Yeah. That's, that's the point is that what Yoda and Obi-Wan believed to be the solution to the dark side wasn't the case. It wasn't defeat Vader. It was save Vader. Mm-hmm. It's a very different perspective. and it, But it's one only his son could come to. Even in this, I remember I made a note because um, so quickly. So they watch the footage, and it's just like, oh, my gosh, it's Anakin and all this other stuff. And they get the moment where it's just like, nope, that there's Palpatine for sure being a Sith with your Padawan definitely being a Sith also. Mm-hmm. And, um, you He's know, it's corrupted. like we have to do that. We have to stop them. And Obi-Wan's yeah. like, send me to kill the Emperor. I can't kill Anakin. Like, his first thing is, I, I know what you're saying. You're saying we have to kill them. I can't kill An- Like, why would that be your jump to? Why would you believe that was what yes. he meant? And Which is what he meant, but you know what I mean. like
1: With the added context of Obi-Wan and Dark Disciple, too. Like, he has seen someone come back from the Sith. Mm-hmm. Like, he has seen someone be redeemed. Right. So why wouldn't he hold on to that last little nugget of hope that, mm-hmm. that's Anakin?
0: I mean, I, I, I yeah, I mean, it's, it's a thing of an almost 20-year-old movie where it's just like, all this other stuff didn't exist, sure. Yeah. But, you context. know... Context. Yeah, I... I think the point, we're, we're supposed to get the point. The point being that, ha, like, they, they the Jedi have this no-attachment switch that they can throw, mm-hmm. or that they're supposed to be able to, where they can handle these sorts of things judicially. You know, essentially, now, to his credit, Obi-Wan does try. Yeah. But they you know, I don't think that talking him down by showing, sneaking there and all this, like, I don't think. I think there had to be a better way to really talk down, because it looks like he's there to challenge him. So Anakin's on the defensive, you know, Um, and and not only that, but he's also, he's kind of like spiraling, so he just word vomited all this stuff to hopefully get Padme to understand what he's doing, and it scared the crap out of her, and so now he's like, oh, now you don't love me too, and I did all of this for you. Yeah. So he's like panic mode, and Mm -hmm. now you want to be like, hey, buddy, you want to calm down? No, I don't want to calm down. It's like, like
1: throwing water on a cat. It's just not going to
0: work. It, yeah, it's just like nothing nothing in that moment was going to make it better. Mm-hmm. It was never going to end where it was a conversation. And that that's the thing is I think that's the difference. You actually see Luke and Vader talk. You actually see a lot of Luke empathizing with Vader. Yeah. Now, it, it might have a lot to do with the familial connection and all this other stuff. But, like... It, it's the difference between you know when a kid acts out how a parent reacts of yeah. like did you really want to talk about why I did what I did or did you want to like me to just admit you're right yeah like oh because that's that's essentially like Obi-Wan wants him to be like now our allegiance is to the republic to democracy and it's like yeah but like you see what that's gotten y'all as well like mm-hmm. that's not that's not right either like and at the end of the day the struggle is you've got two people who have a little bit of right and a little bit of wrong in both of their scenarios and refuse to admit it the, Anakins right that the Jedi do yeah. have traits that are problematic and wrong but obi-wan's right that also giving it over to the Sith and eliminating the Jedi isn't the solution either exactly like it's it both right both wrong it's like it's not an it's not an easy solution
1: yeah here's the thing. As a woman, I have said many times before, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. And I think that they are both, they they, they need to take it down well, a little bit.
0: Well, an- Anakin even Tom says, beliefs. like, if you're not with me, you're against me. Yes. Only um,
1: Siths deal in absolutes. That is an absolute, though.
0: Which, I don't know if I want to say this, because it might be problematic, Ooh, by the way. Tell me. Um, is, is a very uh, significant line from a speech from George W. Bush uh, involving... Um, the early two thousands war, uh, uh, with I believe Iran as well, where like
1: I see why you were hesitating. Yeah, to say like that. it. It's
0: one of those things where it's just almost now. Knowing George Lucas's uh, tenacity for inserting elements of real world politics, he yeah. disagrees with. Um, I I don't think Anakin is supposed to be an allegory for George Bush, but I think that he is trying to challenge that logic of just like if you're not with me, you're yeah. against me. So okay. Here's the thing. I can't 100% agree with you. Mm-hmm. So that makes me wrong. I'm not saying I'm 100% right either. I just say, I, like, I can't agree with you that this is the solution, Anakin. Yes. I like to kill the Jedi, to let, you know, the, uh, the Emperor rule thing. Like, that's not the answer. Yeah. Okay. We got problems with the Jedi. It's not perfect. There's corruption in the Senate. I think I understand what you're saying. But I can't say that what you're doing is right. So it's like, no matter what, though, Anakin's built up to, no, if you are if you can't agree with my point of view, you're my enemy. But at the same time, Anakin, Obi-Wan has the same perspective on the flip side of, if you can't agree with me that the Jedi are the victims here, that the Jedi are right and, and, and righteous, then I can't agree with you. And it's like, yeah. well, but no. I mean, like, yeah. it, it does get problematic because even the Clone Wars deals with that a little bit of just like. Some of the Jedi just I mean, obviously they go along with it. They have to. You have yeah. to be generals now. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's this question of are the Jedi still wrong if they don't feel like they have a choice but to do what they're told? But then also, regardless the leadership of the Jedi who do agree to that and tell like do agree, hey, yeah, we'll be your generals and everybody will just do that and like Yeah. It it's a it in the one of the recent episodes we talked about. Um, oh, we talked about the clone ship. Yeah, with Bad Batch. I want more weirdness with that. I want more weirdness with this, with how Jedi dealt with being told to be generals in an army all of yeah. a sudden. Um,
1: I want to see Depa Billaba just
0: because we arguing see,
1: with Yoda, right? Because
0: we see a lot of them just go with it, and it, like it's nothing. Like like it's okay. It's yeah. right, and it's just like. And, and those are some of the areas where there's flaws in this Jedi system. It's the, some of those areas where Anakin would have a problem. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, like, how the Jedi have become out of touch. Like, how they kicked his Padawan out.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I've mentioned my love for Dooku Jedi Lost several times mm-hmm. on Twitter, in person, to random YouTubers on the street. <laughs> uh, I've thrown many copies of Dooku Jedi Lost at people. Um, but one of my favorite elements is that conflict of mm-hmm. like, I don't agree with what the Jedi are doing. Mm-hmm. This is wrong. And I'm going to prove to you that this is wrong right. by going to the dark side.
0: And, Which is also wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, and I, and I think that yeah. if I can make a correlation between the sentiment of the speech and what, and I'm not trying to speak for George Lucas, but it's a very specific line that I feel it's like. a very fine line. Even if it wasn't uh, meant to draw to that specifically, um, either way, the sentiment, I think, is still there of just like, you, if you can't agree with me, you're wrong, mm-hmm. which in and of itself is wrong, yeah. which is what ultimate, like, that's what Obi-Wan is saying when he's like, only sits, deal, and absolute, like, like, he's basically just saying like, okay, well, you're just, you just said that there's no way for me to be your friend. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to be your enemy because I can't agree with you.
1: And I think that that is the point where Obi-Wan kind of turns off his brain until, like, he well, yeah. kills Anakin. Yeah,
0: until he can get a moment where the yeah. kid will stop flailing at him. <laughs> like, just, you yeah. know. I mean, to his credit, better that he be dismembered than dead. Like, yeah. uh, you gotta think, uh, he was going for, like, he was not critically hurt. Yeah. Like,
1: Personally, I do not think that It was Obi-Wan... the fire that got him. Exactly. I don't think that Obi-Wan could have dealt the killing blow. I no. think that he turned his back on a dead man, mm-hmm. and he was so sure that he went back to the ship well, and cried.
0: I, I think, honestly, he, he likes to believe that Anakin, for all, for all intents and purposes, did die there. Mm-hmm. Like, But by the way, when I left him, he was as good as dead, mm-hmm. and then Vader shows up. Like He can logic play that in his mind as much as he wants to basically say, Anakin did die, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and so I think it's a lot of mental g- gymnastics on his part to, yeah. to cope uh, with that.
1: That's another scene I want. It makes absolutely no sense. But like I would love a scene of Ahsoka just screaming mm-hmm. in Obi-Wan's face. Like, mm. look what you did.
0: Well, and yeah, and there's no telling what kind of trauma there is there because she never Gosh. got to reconcile with Obi-Wan she... and all that stuff
1: wanna think about that.
0: It's tough. There's a lot of moments out like floating out there, uh and everything. So yeah. I mean Kenobi Show, who knows? But I Kenobi doubt it. Show. I really doubt it.
1: Do you think the first time that they kind of reconcile is
0: when they're in, talking on, to they're Ray. on the other side. Yeah. No, yeah. Like they're both dead and and that like like we all plan to do in Eternity is to have that conversation with that one person. <laughs> so um Oh man. Lots of ramblies lots uh, of in love this love. one. Uh but with mentioning the the final battle with them, I mean choreography in this one's more amazing yeah. than it's ever been.
1: Uh, Kev from the First, first Losers. I remember Geary, my favorite character <laughs> the First Losers to Gears. Kevin from the Force Losers podcast mm-hmm. commented on our uh, Twitter post. and yeah. was like, you know, the Battle of Heroes. That is one of the best scenes in Star Wars.
0: Yeah, and I remember, and I still do feel this way about it. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm disconnected from enjoying it and I'm just looking at it for the sake of looking at it, mm-hmm. I still think it's a flary fight. But when you're in the store, like when you're in what's going on, if that makes sense, like if you're invested, even on the a millionth view, it still means something like you don't you don't think as much about like, oh, this is choreographed. You think about, golly, this is just intense. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a stalemate. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's your level of input. Like, I have moments when I'm watching this and I'm just like, this is so ridiculous. But then I have moments when I'm watching this and I'm just like, oh, my Gosh, like, oh, yeah. like I'm feeling it, you know, like, and that, that's a lot of things. Like, mm-hmm. I can do that with Return of the Jedi. There's a moment when Luke doesn't kick a dude, like Mark Hamill just straight misses, and it happened. Like, am I gonna get lost in you that? No, the
1: Force with his foot, All right? right.
0: Yeah. yeah, okay, thank you. Um, but like, you know, no, I like if I'm if I'm not invested in the the film, if I'm just casually watching, I might kind of have a laugh at it, but it, it doesn't make the film bad. No, like. Uh, you know, the stormtrooper hitting his <clears throat> noggin on the door in episode four. Like, it doesn't make it bad. It's a thing. It happens. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, it is, It. it's a movie. It's all fake. None of it's real. So it's, on, it's only, you only feel as much as you choose to feel. You on, you're only as into it as much as you choose to be into yeah. it. So, like, I love the battle.
1: Absolutely. Hands down.
0: And even if you want to be like, it's so choreographed, that's still freaking impressive. It's incredibly like, impressive. what was two seconds between... Ray Park and Ewan McGregor in episode one of just intensity they made an entire duel like those moments of just like it's muscle memory you just got to go and you just got to make it happen and it's got to feel powerful like your Mm -hmm. your thrusts are actually going like all this like You know, it's still a technical feat, Mm -hmm. regardless. So, I mean, either way, there's a way to, like, there's a reason to be like, that's amazing.
1: Down to the storytelling of the costumes. Oh, yeah. Well, there's, like... Insane. I don't
0: remember how many. Like, there's, like, eight Obi-Wan costumes throughout that battle. With Uh, different little
1: singed bits and holes in it. It's just... Oh, it's so good. It's. But also... The prequels are amazing. um,
0: The um, Palpatine versus Mace. I'm not going to say Palpatine versus Jedi, because none of them pull their weight.
1: No, they don't.
0: I mean, Kit Fisto doesn't even pull a tentacle. Like, goodness gracious. (laughs) Poor
1: Kit Fisto, man. Poor baby.
0: You know what? I mean, again, how are you supposed to prepare for a 90-year-old man doing a full 920-degree spin at you? Just
1: straight-up Kung Lao. Sure.
0: But at the same time, my goodness.
1: Dude, it's so impressive. You know,
0: (laughs) I love it so much, but it... It triggers that part of my brain where it's just like, "Oh, cool Jedi," and they're useless. Yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, <laughs> especially Kit Fisto. Like yeah. I remember Kit Fisto was Mom's favorite Jedi, and I remember that moment she was she was, p- S- she was my pissed. Um, you know, because it was just like like that. It was one she could recognize. Let's yeah. be honest, but like it was it was the one she liked. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the same with Ironhide and Transformers, where it's just like that's the one she liked, and so like it was that. I I think. I, I by osmosis feel for that because I'm just like when Ironhide dies in mm-hmm. Transformers three it's just like no what like I feel just getting ripped. I it feel out. so intense and like you know CC ten yeah Agent Kohler eh like you know knock off Heath cough but like Kit Fisto that yeah. one that one ticks me like it's yeah. just like oh my god I mean he had
1: he, one of the best episodes in Clone Wars
0: oh uh, of both of them yes. like he's a standout guy and and I think that you know again With it's, a beautiful it's smile. all those. Things where it's just like, oh my gosh, you did so much better than this. Like you, you deserved better. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, just a random Jedi. Yeah. In, in this story, you know, like in, in when this was being made, random Jedi. So yeah, it is what it and is. And you know
1: what? I'm gonna go ahead and say say it. Mace Windu is one of my favorite complicated Jedi.
0: I, I like Mace a lot. Absolutely. Um I loved the duel with uh, him and Palpatine. I love how intense that was compared to the. The Yoda and uh, Palpatine one, because you see the difference in yeah. scale, and that's why there I do are think, stakes. yeah. Well, I I think that's why I I do believe Mace was actually pushing him to the boundaries because mm-hmm. I feel like he was meeting his intensity, uh, whereas Yoda was fighting like a Jedi. Yeah, you know, um, I don't think he was uh, really, I don't think he was in it with the same intentions. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like, and I think that that's what makes the difference is your intentions. In that, like, you know, Mace was going to kill him.
1: Yeah, Mace was going to straight see, up We, we know that, right.
0: That man. Um, so, but uh, Yoda, I don't know. I don't know what he was going for, but um, I don't think he was going for the head. So no. I, I just think Palpatine was able to play with that uh, and, and take advantage of the fight.
1: Speaking of going for the head, we forgot to talk about one of my favorite sequences. Uh,
0: when the clones get their heads cut off? No. Oh. Close. Uh,
1: the... Oh, Dooku. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, man, you cannot tell me that Dooku did not get, like, a complete slap to the face when Palpatine was just like, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Like, okay, <laughs> calm, calm down your Aaron Hansen, because it's not that bad. <laughs> like, I love how we all make that. Now, the, the stand-in for that guy in the scene, uh, in the behind the scenes, in the reading, Yeah, uh, yeah, he, he, he did Do it. Do it. Um, get him. No, yeah, like that—that yeah. that, like awe on his face. You see the yes. metaphorical slap to the face. Like,
1: mm-hmm. I think Christopher really Lee did such a fantastic job. Like,
0: yeah, that's when Dooku realizes before anyone else that Palpatine played oh. everybody.
1: Oh, I'm screwed.
0: So, um, just to quickly go to the other decapitation scene, though. No, I, I, lo- <laughs> I love, I love, I love the fight. You know, again, I can't like time wise, but like, I love the fight with um, Anakin and Dooku. Absolutely, Obi wans there too. Um... But, uh, yeah, Order 66. Lots of clones lose their heads, but anyway. A lot um, of clones
1: lose their heads, man. Like, more than you'd think.
0: Right. like It's the
1: same head over and over again, cutting, but still. Yeah.
0: Cutting cutting in all that we experience through um, Clone Wars and everything. Like, we've mm-hmm. gotten such broader strokes. Not as much as... I, I still want more, uh, for sure, because yeah. I know there's more. Uh, there's even more Jedi that we know
1: mm-hmm.
0: that we don't see the happenings of. But... I-
1: I look so forward to, from a certain point of view.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so- I, I I wonder which Jedi's they're gonna pick and everything, um, and and what what perspectives they'll give. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe they'll do Yoda's and we'll see multiple through that perspective. But oh uh, yeah, ultimately it sucks because it's the same thing. It's clones killing their Jedi. But like yeah. something about it where it's just like, I want to I want to soak in that trauma, man. I want to know. I like I want to feel it.
1: I want Wolf. To be in the middle of a thought and then it immediately cuts out and just like good soldiers followers. Right. He doesn't yeah. see Plo Koon anymore. He sees well. A he's Jedi. not the one. Either. No. Uh, he, someone else shoots him down. I think
0: it's Jag. Maybe I don't remember the clone's name. I just know it's not Wolf. Obviously, because yeah. Wolf didn't exist. <sighs> um, but no, yeah. Um, I, I Order sixty six is probably a big moment. It's um, one of the bigger emotional cruxes of the the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's definitely the one that, like, we didn't know we were building up to, but you know, like, we had to know it was coming somehow, some way. We had to know the Jedi were going away.
1: Yeah, there had to be um, a reason for there to be none left.
0: Right, and so yeah, like, uh, when you finally do get it, uh, I remember that was the re- one of the reasons I almost didn't get to go see this, was because um, mom was afraid of just like, okay, this is a little, this is a little bit more harsh than mm-hmm. most Star Wars, oh, yeah. like. And and especially by that point, having the 2003 Clone Wars series, having read comics. Like, she knew I knew these characters. Even if she didn't recognize them, she knew I would know who they, they are. Yeah. Uh, and that I would cry about it. I didn't, though, but, I like, it, it was emotional. Like, it's definitely one of those moments where it's just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: And something that I love seeing, like, I'm, I'm never going to, like I said, get tired of Order 66. But I think something that later media has done so well is... The giving of the order, a moment of silence or hesitation, and then chaos. Mm -hmm. I love that about all the times that we've seen that scene. Mm -hmm. I love the moment of realization where the switch flips. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm never going to get tired of seeing that.
0: Yeah. well, There's this weird thing to it to where you want to see it's almost a closure thing like you want to see what jedi bit the dust like you want you want to know Kirk who ruck. did and who did not mm-hmm. um you know and you also want to know what clones pull like did it yeah without question which one like i mean i don't think i think it takes away from the value if rex isn't the only one mm-hmm. uh, i mean cl- bad batch doesn't count because there are defects and all that other stuff but like dang uh well you, you know really what i mean feel. but like with uh with, it, it makes no sense if bl- well, we saw Black. It makes no sense we saw Neo. Dang it. Um, we saw Green. Who didn't we see? Um, we didn't see Fox. No, Fox but... Fox
1: would absolutely, Oh, yeah, absolutely. But we
0: did. We, we do see Thyre. You don't know it, but you do see Thyre, who is one of the clones from the very, very first episode of Clone Wars that Yoda hangs out with, which is the irony because uh, he's the one that reports back and is like, you know, no one could have survived that fall. Like, he's the one being like, Yoda's dead. Like, mm-hmm. this, this little green guy I hung out with, a, with one time. You uh, told dead. I was
1: special. Right,
0: yeah. Like, oh. it, it does mean something knowing that, right? Like mm-hmm. so So... Um, Angry. W- random clone. Uh, like, I can't think of a clone that didn't do it. But, like, you know, you it, 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 it takes away from the value if Billy, the clone, is just like, Nah, Pa! <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it. Oh, my
1: God! <laughs> Can we, like, Turbis the Porg, a clone? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just like, Billy... Billy the Texas My, Michael, clone.
0: Michael Mercier uh Mercier <laughs> Maurice can help us out with that one. Billy Michael, the please, Billy the clone. Um so anyway, uh yeah, Order Sixty Six is one of those intense moments of Star Wars where Yeah. Um, you know, it's like with Luke's death. Like it's one yeah. of those moments where it's like it's death, it's 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 a lo- it's 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 a sadness, but it's also such a different thing and you shouldn't really want to like watch it again, but you do and it's just like it's weird.
1: I will never not cry watching Luke's death.
0: Any anything else huge from uh, *Revenge of the Sith* that you want to talk about? Uh, if you can't tell, yeah. uh, we, we just let me go like ahead something. and say, everything we just said, we love it. Mm-hmm. Like that's why we said it. But just in case that wasn't clear, yeah. yeah, totally different format to this one. I don't know. It's fine. You know, whatever, man. It's it's just what it be.
1: It people be saying that it don't be like <laughs> that. <laughs> but, but it, it do. do. <laughs> I, I say that too much. Um, I love I, I love Padme's funeral. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I think that that was the perfect send-off for that character to convey the tragedy of, oh no. Mm-hmm. Like, the last bit of Anakin is gone.
0: Yeah, well, I also think it's this death of liberty thing. I think yeah. she's meant to represent the Republic a little bit in that moment because what you see in the first one is a parade of them coming up to the Theed Palace yep. uh, and announcing peace. You know, there's this hope for peace because of what they did there on Naboo. And now you see them leaving the temple uh, and it's this mourning because of the death of peace. Mm-hmm. So it's like this weird and cool, yeah. um, you know, poetry to it, which is, is the, the cool thing that they got to do with a lot of this is they got to take moments and pay them off um, mm-hmm. here in ways that, obvi- again, are like, oh, that's sad. But mm-hmm. it's just like it's interconnecting to create the Star Wars that we grew up knowing, you know, to create the original trilogy. Yeah. Although it's not creating it because it came first, but you know, they get to pave the way a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's the benefit of being able to go back and, and uh, create a story for why things are the way they are and, and all yes. of that. Yes.
1: I, I said this before about the movie Rogue One. Um, I don't think that filler exists in Star Wars, personally.
0: I don't think I... filler is a negative comment. Exactly. I, like,
1: I the way that I think of it is that it's not filler; it's the cement between the bricks. Well, yeah, to like structure it, the story that we know. Yeah,
0: it's something in between the big moments. Yes, like absolutely. Filler has become a derogatory term, and I don't think it should be it's because not a bad thing. I love the Garlic Jr. Saga. Okay.
1: I love the Garlic Jr. Saga too. I, love the, I love the Dead Zone. I love the
0: one where Goku and Piccolo learn how to drive. Let's you go know? drive cars. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, like, I love that stuff, and if I love it. Then it's not bad. Like mm-hmm. it, it if it is, even if it is filler, even if it is just in between, so what? If you love it, uh, and I say that about anything, so what? If you love, if you love it, love Dear, it.
1: Domino Squadron, D Squadron, mm-hmm. all Clone Wars filler that I absolutely love and have solidified my love for the Clone Wars. And the reason I'm talking about it, even though we finished the rewatch like a year ago,
0: yeah. Well, but the same thing with Clone Wars, like, where people, and, and that's why we did yeah. every episode, was because I was like, I can't cut it out. The I can't Mortis not. arc is yeah. filler. No, you have to watch that. Yes, you do. like but Yeah, D-Squad's one people always like to skip on, like, the, the uh, um, Pantoran one, uh, where it's that one, like, Planet of the Week, we're going to ice, like, you know, stuff like that where it's yes. just like, yeah, you can skip that because it doesn't play into anything, but like, mm-hmm. what's the point in that? If I just wanted the big moments of these characters, I would just watch the movies, mm-hmm. you know. Like, but like, Ahsoka is filler for it, it, by that logic because she happens in between Episode Two and Three, and she's not in the real movie. So, huh, huh. I get you. But everybody loves her. Yes. So, like, yes, I do. You know, like, I, again filler doesn't have to be bad. It's just no. it's just in between. It is what it is. Although that's got nothing to do with Revenge of the Sith. So,
1: I, the, whatever, man.
0: You know, whatever it necessary conversations. You've... Nonetheless, it's Arr- going to ar- happen ar- somewhere. Ar- Um, yeah, uh, lots to love about this one. And, um, there's lots more we probably could have discussed, um, and will at some point, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, for the lifetime of this podcast, we want to save some content. So, uh, we'll probably come back around eventually. Um, and as mentioned up top, uh, the original trilogy is next, but before we do that, we're doing, uh, what if, Mm -hmm. so we're going to pick some things that could have been different and changed everything, uh, and talk about that. And then we'll talk about, what we did get, and how much we love that. Just to be fun. Just to be different. Just to be fun. If you didn't get a chance to, let us know what your favorite things about Revenge of the Sith are. And in preparing for our next Star Wars-centric episode here on Nerd Herder, tell us uh, things that you could change or would change in the original trilogy to get a whole different set of uh, movies. Yes. Because that would be interesting.
1: Would you bring back any of the uh, deleted scenes from New Hope?
0: Yeah. The Tashi Station one actually. I want more big Star lighter it so because it makes so much more sense. His I do, but it's also just like I want I want as much as I can get because they teased it like, oh Luke's got a friend and now he's dead. Oh yeah. Yeah. Depressing. So Poor baby. no any, any any moments I can get of Luke being happy because he doesn't do that often. uh I, I will take Dude.
1: We need more mustache than this in Star Wars.
0: We right? do. We like, need more glasses in Star Wars too.
1: Yes, we do. We need more. <laughs> I think Star Tech Wars. is one like
0: one of the second or third ones, uh, third characters to, to have glasses. Okay. So and more glasses, more mustaches, and more love in Star Wars. So. More
1: mustache glasses in Thank Star Wars. Thank you.
0: Uh, we love our patrons um, for their support and for their money. Yes, I mean that's how Patreon works. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, now I will say, if you're like, man, I have things I would have said about Revenge of the Sith. I wish they would have asked me. We will ask you if you become a patron. We have a chat. We um, talk back and forth with our patrons all the time when episodes are coming up. We get ideas and input and all that good stuff from them. So if you want us to talk to you more, if you've got opinions you want to share, and if you want to steer Nerd Herder, first of all, good luck. But um, yeah, then check out Patreon. It's in the uh, links in the description. Um, Also in there are links to Red 5 Network, a network of podcasts that do what we do, uh, but better. Um, they're also nerds and geeks and, and lovers of Star and War. And um, so, yeah, if you need more of what we're doing, or actually not that, but if you need more good stuff than, that we're not doing, Dang. Red 5 Network is, is your source for baby. goodness. Yeah, we're, we're there. We're there, too. Um, uh, and Game Infinite. Uh, if you like games, if you like game, con- game content, um, then Game Infinite has got you covered uh, yeah. with gaming news, uh, articles, um, they do a series of articles about five possible games we could get in different series. So if you like series like Assassin's Creed, Mass Effect, they talk about all the cool different game modes we could eventually, maybe, hopefully get in those game platforms. Um, and if you like cosplay, art of your favorite game characters. All of that is over on Game Infinite and its many uh, channels, including a Star Wars one. So uh, if you're on the Instagram or Twitter, find Game Infinite and you'll find Joy. And, uh, yeah.
1: Is that what it takes? Uh,
0: apparently.
1: I'm going to go subscribe to Game Infinite.
0: Uh, yeah, it's going to have a lot of disappointed customers because that's a lot to promise.
1: Don't say that. I'll bring you joy
0: forever, but we're all human. Eat product. We can't do everything for forever. But anyway, uh, no, awesome people doing awesome things. And You're we will awesome. be back to do awesome things uh, soon yes. and talk about more things we love. That's what we strive to do in every episode <laughs> here at Nerd Herder. So hopefully you get that, you feel that, and you are with that um otherwise get
1: out get out of my house